Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the place where we really attempt to pour into you strategy, principles that can help you as a leader evolve into the person that we know God has placed you on the planet to become. I want to thank all of you so much for your support of this podcast. Many of you who have shared the link with others and told them to subscribe, to download. Thank you. It's our goal to reach over a million people. You can help us do that by simply sharing this and asking others who you know have incredible potential as leaders to be who God has called them to be. Tell them you need to get next level leader in your life. I want to thank you. And of course, make sure you follow me on Instagram. That's the place where we have all of our conversations. Follow up. Send me questions. Joseph Walker, the number three. Make sure you do that. And you'll be hearing other things in terms of content. JosephWalker3.org. All of my books. Go to Amazon. Get my latest book, Leadership and Loneliness. I want to thank you. I'm excited about today's topic. It is one that I'm very passionate about. It's one that deals with how do we move from ideation to manifestation. This is big for me because I'm one of those people who believes that we have to produce, that you can't just work a thing and work a thing, but there is no fruit. If there was one biblical principle I live by, it is in John chapter 15. Herein, is my father glorified that you bear much fruit? Now, in doing that, it is so important that we understand an idea, where that idea comes from, how do we work it, and how do we navigate that idea through processes in order that it might actually manifest, produce results. You know a lot of people like I do who have great ideas, thoughts, but they sit on them because they don't really have a strategy how to move from ideation to manifestation. So let's talk about that just for a moment. I want to give you seven clear principles, as I often do, to help you move from ideation to manifestation. So get something to write with or use your phone. Think about the very thing that you know you want to do, but you don't know how to push it through to the point of manifestation. First thing I want you to do is have clarity concerning the origin of the idea. What I mean by that is, what is it that gave rise to the idea? What I want to be clear about is that you're not living out someone else's vision or dream, but that the actual idea or vision is something that was divinely deposited in your life. If that thing is not divinely deposited in your life and it's just something you just intuitively want to do, it may not necessarily come to fruition. Because what I believe 
very clearly is that whatever idea or vision we have, it must line up with the will of God for our lives and in the earth. In my book, No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution, Chapter 1, I talk about you are born to solve a problem. So God would never give you an idea that doesn't solve a problem in the earth. And if you don't have clarity concerning what that is and the origin of it, what motivates it, what is it that is creating that, you're going to miss it. So this is a checklist, making certain that my idea is not some self-serving idea or it's not some, you know, ego-stroking idea or I'm trying to impress somebody else by doing something or taking on something that's outside the scope of my purpose and existence. The origin, I want to be clear. I am called to do something greater than myself. And this is what God has in this season assigned me to do. And that's a big deal. And I want you to really, really, really focus in on that. Now, so get clarity. Because remember, it's vision. And vision is about what? Clarity. When your vision is skewed, you don't see how this thing can actually manifest. So let's first of all focus on clarity concerning the origin of the actual vision. Now, these next things I'm going to give you are things that I have walked through in my own life, right? So now that we have clarity, let's walk it out this way. There's the process of visualization, seeing it, seeing it. Visualization is from the very beginning, seeing it all the way to the end. It's like I begin with the end in mind. I have a framework of how this thing is supposed to happen. This is why architects are so important. Think about the architectural process. Architects basically sit down and ask you for clarity concerning your vision, and they build this structure. They design this structure to accommodate the vision. So the building is never the vision. It's simply the space to accommodate what you have brought clarity to. So what I want to do now is I want to visualize what this looks like, whatever it is, this idea. Can I visualize it? Now, I want to be realistic about this, right? I want to visualize how I see this impacting people and culture and where it's going to be and, you know, what it's going to look like and how it's going to play out. I want to really get that in my mind because if I write this vision out, I have to make it plain so that all the questions that are being asked to me, I've taken time. And I have visualized it. I see it. I see that thing very clearly. It's like I have a, an architectural blueprint in my mind. I know exactly how it's supposed to play out. And there's some of you listening right now. You're like, man, that's it. That's it. That's where I am. I, I see it. And, and, and it's hard sometimes when you see it because you don't know who to talk to about it. Because for some, they may look at it and say it's crazy or it's not even a, you know, a realistic idea. But remember. It's what your vision is. It's your idea. In order to move it from, you know, ideation to manifestation, we got to have some visualization. Where there is no vision, <laughs> the people perish. So let's be very clear. This process of visualization. Now, here's the next thing. Number three, once you start visualizing it, and I went through this process, it's the agonizing. Oh, gosh. You will never move to manifestation until you go through the process of agonizing, the agonizing over it, like, ah, uh, just making certain that I, 
I push through all of my doubt and push through all of the things that may challenge it and push through how I may be perceived. It's the agonizing of wondering, you know, it's keeping me up at night and wondering if people are going to embrace it. It's the agonizing of making certain I've got the right team in my mind and the way it's going to play out. And that that's the agonizing part. That's the part that 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 keeps waking you up in the middle of the night. That's the emotive part of this process. And it really brings about a level of passion. It reaffirms that there is passion tied to this vision. If you're not agonizing over what you visualize, then there will never be any passion. It'll just be a project. You've seen people who do projects but have no passion. But those who agonize, they they get up early and they they have a way of thinking about it, it's all consuming. They, it, it's, it's at that point like a, a woman pregnant, ready to give birth. It's like labor pains. It's, it's right there. And that's really what happens in the agonizing place. And then once you agonize, it then moves you to the next phase, which I think is very, very critical when you are serious about strategizing. A lot of people don't get that. Strategizing is so key, right? Because when you strategize, What that says is now I begin to put together a plan. I begin in my mind before I bring anybody to the table, I'm strategizing on who needs to be at the table, uh, how does this need to play out, what kind of, you know, budgetary things I need to have in my mind. I need to have a strategy of engagement. How do I ask the right people to be there? How do I, you know, sell this project to other people? How do I get funding to come along? So that's strategy. In my mind, I have got to work a strategy. You got to be a strategist if you're going to move through this. You can't go to people just with a great idea and you haven't put a lot of strategy inside of it. So everywhere you go, everybody you engage, you engage them because you have a strategy. There is a strategic time in which I ask this person or I move in this space or I advertise in this space, you know, or I do my research. There's a certain strategy. There's something I'm doing in observation and looking and studying this is that part of the process that maybe seem a little bit laborious, but it is so necessary. And it's what separates extraordinary people from average because you really do strategize. You take your time and you really work through the strategy of how this thing is going to play out. Now, I want to spend a little time on this next one. Watch this. Once you visualize, once you agonize, Once that moves you to get up in the middle of the night and you start strategizing with your paper on the side of the bed or your phone and you're typing and you're sending yourself emails like, okay, this is what I see and how I see it, that strategy, now you must organize. The organizing is where the rubber meets the road. Organizing people around your vision. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. The Bible also says, write the vision, make it plain that those who read it can run. With it, So therefore, if I write the vision, I have clarity, make it plain, that strategy, you see how this works? Those who read it can run with it. That's how I organize. Nobody's going to come alongside a vision that is not clear and concise. So when I organize, I'm organizing people and things around this vision based on people's skill set, based on competencies, uh, based upon their wheelhouse. And so I'm not organizing this randomly. Everything is strategic. The kind of people that I need. One of the things that I would highly recommend is that the people you bring alongside your vision, that they have influence beyond your vision because they can bring resources that you otherwise would never be able to attract. 
If you only align your vision with people that you are familiar with, you're only going to attract people that you are familiar with. But if you begin to attract people to your vision and organize your vision around new blood, new ideas, those people have new contacts and et cetera. And this is why a lot of organizations don't make it because people become so territorial and they feel like they can't bring in someone new with a fresh set of eyes on this, a fresh perspective. But I really believe with all of my heart that if you begin to organize this the right way, it means I want the right people in the right place so that they can produce. And this is what it's about. This is exactly what it's about. Who are those people? As I organize, making certain, not just that I have the right people, watch this, but that I have the right people in the right place. You can have people that are loyal to you, that are good friends, but they may not be the right people for your organization to actually move to manifestation. And that can be frustrating because you can often bring people in and put them in particular positions and it becomes hard to let them go because of the friendship. That's why I start out of the gate saying, who are the key people? How do I organize this? And then not only that, organizing is about infrastructure. You know, I'm an infrastructuralist. When uh, I think about our church here in Nashville, Mount Zion Church, you know, we did not grow our church on what's called a revivalist model, meaning we didn't grow it just on charisma and just personality. We grew it on infrastructure. We wanted to make certain that we had a sound infrastructure, that the church ran, you know, in compliance and solidly around, you know, various procedures and we had, you know, a variety of things in place. So financially and human resources and relationally, you got to have infrastructure. So when you organize, don't just organize in one space, but organize that thing down, like all the way down to the core. Just make certain that, you know, your taxes are straight. Make sure your financial stuff is straight. Make sure your marketing is straight. Make sure everything you're doing, you're organizing this thing in such a way that you have certain triggers, that things are happening methodically that you are planning out, you got the right people. One of the things I highly recommend, I said all the time, I always staff to my weakness, I always find people who are great in their area, let them do what they do, and you would be amazed at how your organization will grow and be productive. Here's the next thing. Once you organize, now there's the mobilizing. Now let's the get up and let's go. <laughs> Vision always takes people from one place to another. And when you're trying to move to manifestation, you're going to have to learn the power of that, right? Mobilizing people around the vision, getting people active, getting people moving, getting people, you know, to a place where they are actually accomplishing something related to that vision. We're not just talking about it, but we're actually be making this thing happen. So I just want to strongly, I mean, like strongly encourage you to make certain that you are mobilizing people around your vision. This is so important. A lot of people don't do that. They got, got, you know, they got people, but they don't know how to get people active and moving. In order to move to manifestation, people have to feel a part of it, feel like they are part of a cause, and you get people moving in their gifts. It can be an amazing thing. How do you get people up and active? It's because you share passionately what the vision is and organize them around their strengths so that they can be effective. But one of the big mistakes we make is that we have people who love us and they support us because they love us, but they don't have the passion and they're not in the right position. So we wonder when it's time to mobilize, we wonder why they fall off or why they're not as active. It is incredibly important 
it is incredibly important that we absolutely make certain that we have the right people mobilized. This is so important, y'all. That's all I'm going to say. You got to make sure the right people are mobilized around this vision. Now, here's the next thing. (laughs) And the final thing, optimizing. Making the most out of the moment. Making certain. Manifestation is about making the most out of the moment. There is a moment in which you've got to say every single second of this season will be used to the manifestation of this vision. You've got to know when your time has come. You have to know how to optimize your season because that window can close so quickly. So you've got to be willing to get everything you can out of that season and make certain that you're moving at a pace that you are producing and bearing fruit and that your, your vision is manifesting. You see how this works? You got to throw everything out there to say, you you know, you got to have a strategy, but you say, you know what? I'm going to put this out. Then I'm going to put that out. I'm going to put this out. I'm going to use this window of time effectively so that I can have a sense of optimizing this moment. A lot of people miss that season because the season comes, the door opens, but they're not prepared. They're not ready, but not you. You're going to be a person. And I want you to hear me loud and clear. In this season, this is the season to optimize. Are you hearing me? Optimize. 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 (laughs) So important that you hear me. Optimize in this season. That's what's important. When you understand that, great things are going to happen. Let's review. Have clarity concerning your vision. Let's be clear about the origin of it. What's giving rise to it? What's the motivation? Is it of God or is it of you? Right? Then visualize. Visualization is the idea that I I see it like a blueprint in my mind, in my spirit. I know exactly what it is. I start or I begin with the end in mind. And then I agonize over it, which is a natural process of the emotive process where passion is. I can't seem to focus on nothing else but it. That's the agonizing. It wakes me up in the middle of the night. And as a consequence, since I'm up, I better start strategizing. Better start writing this thing out, putting a blueprint to it to say, hey, this is how I want this, how I want that, how I want that. And then from that strategy, I begin to organize the right people around that vision. And once I organize the right people, have the right infrastructure, and the people in the right place where they can be successful, then from there, I begin mobilizing. And the mobilization of this means that I am moving vision forward. I'm making things happen to the point where I am now optimizing. I am making the best of this moment. You have heard this podcast today because you have an idea. There is a vision that's inside of you, but I refuse to let you take that to the grave. You must manifest. That's a big word in our church in Nashville. Manifest. Those who are listening to this and who know, who saw that service on Friday, August 20th, out there on YouTube, out there on Facebook, Mount Zion, Nashville, you know, manifesting what that means. You have to manifest in this season. But there is a whole process involved in that. And what I pray, whatever your business, a dream, a vision is, you can make this happen. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you. Make sure you follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Let me know you were blessed. Share this with somebody else. Y'all, we got a lot of great stuff inside of us. We just need a little help pushing it out. That's what leaders do. And that's 
what this podcast is designed to help you do. Thank you so much for being a part of Next Level Leader Podcast. Until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.